Welcome to the Hall Pass Podcast. We are here to educate and inform students and parents about the world of education. We're hoping that through the Hall Pass Podcast, you get a lot of different types of information and perspectives. Uh, we have a lot of different types of speakers, and we'll in the future have more speakers uh, from different that, that provide different perspectives as well. Today, we have uh, myself. My name is Jenny Wheatley and Richard and Travis Mewarder and Pankaj Sharma and Jay Park. Um, I'll give them all a chance to introduce themselves in a minute, uh, but just to give you a little bit of background of who I am, uh, like I said, my name is Jenny Wheatley. I am a Korean American immigrant who um, was, you know, raised under a single parent. Actually, my mom raised us by herself. By herself, um, I grew up with all educators. My grandmother was a teacher for over 30 years and then became a principal. Uh, my mom was a teacher when she was in Korea and still does a lot of education now. And so, being surrounded by women who have always uh, you know, showed me what education, the impact of education uh, in my life got me inspired uh, to do Teach for America. And so I actually went to do um, Teach for America in Baltimore City. And I was there for four years uh, teaching at a school called Hampstead Hill Academy, which I absolutely loved. Uh, and I learned firsthandedly the importance of education, specifically uh, in environments such as Baltimore City. Uh, and I'm really, really excited to bring my perspective through Teach for America onto this show. And now we have Richard Kim. Hey guys, I'm Richard. I am probably I'm actually the youngest person in this podcast. Uh, I graduated from UCLA three years ago with a degree in political science and education. Um, I think for what I can bring to this podcast is really just more of a logical and grounded perspective, just based on my own experiences, having gone to a four-year university and, and having lived with a parent very, I mean, uh, Jenny is my sister, so <laughs> just so that you're aware, everything that she said about, you know, her, Are her you upbringing. Are sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything she said about her upbringing in terms of like living with a mother who was very um, passionate about education is really just the same. It applies to me as well. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's what I would bring. I like that. So Richard's going to bring a very logical curriculum-based perspective to education, uh, which I think would be very interesting and intriguing to hear. He always ha also has his uh, college counseling certification from UCLA as well, and so he'll bring in a lot of that textbook knowledge to this show as well. Now we have Travis Mewarder. Hey, guys. I'm, uh, I guess you could say I'm kind of the oddball of the group. I'm our, our token white guy. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'm the only one in the podcast over six feet tall. Uh, Punky, what are you what are you checking in at, Punky? 5'11". 5'11", all right, I'll take it. So I'm 6'5", I'm so I'm just you. kind of our, our giant white guy outlier. Um, and I, I come from the, the East Coast, grew up just outside Baltimore, Maryland, where education is looked at much differently than it is in Southern California, where it's such a premium out here. And education where I grew up was just like a two stoplight Friday Night Lights town. So it was just sort of like eating your vegetables. Like you knew you had to do it. You don't really know that carrots are healthy. You're just told they are. So you do it. And that's kind of what we did with education. We just kind of studied because we had to. And we knew that homework was in some form good for us. So I was kind of seen as like this crazy ambitious dude who went to the University of Maryland a whole 45 minutes away from our town, which was seen as a crazy far distance. Ended up majoring in journalism. So I worked for newspapers and, and I wrote sports and uh, I moved down to Florida for a while. And it was the same thing out there uh, where education wasn't seen as a huge, there was no huge value put on education down there either. And then I moved out to Southern California where 
uh, it's it's a totally different world. So it, it's been kind of fun to see the three different regions and coasts of the country and, and just how education is looked at. So that's kind of the what I'll be bringing to the podcast is just sort of a very diverse view of, of how education has been viewed around the country. Excellent. Yeah, Travis's perspective is actually going to be very different you know, from Richards, who has, you know, very specific tailored curriculum and logical perspective. Travis comes from, uh, you know, I've visited, my husband is actually a close uh, friend with Travis, and uh, I've visited where Travis lives before, and, you know, they, they have two Asians and two African Americans that live in his uh, neighborhood or in his community. Well, welcome to Hampstead, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take you. And, uh, and so I think his perspective is going to be very, very unique. I'm sure we have listeners who have, you know, who are living in a location that uh, is primarily one ethnicity, whether that's an Asian ethnicity or, or African American or white, and I'm hoping that Travis will bring that unique perspective to this program. Thank you. Uh, now we have Pankaj Sharma. Hey there. So uh, sticking with the color theme of our p- first podcast, <laughs> I am the token brown guy. <laughs> I'm an Indian American. I was born and raised in Southern California. Um, I am also not only the token brown guy, I'm the token old fart. So <laughs> I am definitely the eldest here. And, uh, and the a dad. F- and a dad, a father of three. Uh, in a in a marriage for a while, and uh, so you know my perspective on education. I, I I have the classic Asian upbringing, also from Indian perspective. Um, only career paths were doctor, lawyer, engineer. That's all they thought existed out there. And now you know we're on a podcast. So <laughs> who would have thunk it? But um, I am also now a parent of three rambunctious little kids, and I see education in a different way. I see it more from the parental perspective. So just in short. Um, trying to see it from you know my decades in education uh past and also as a parent perspective just uh with this podcast yeah so if you are a parent listening on to you know our our podcast i think punkage would be a very great resource and perspective and understanding you know he has three children that he's raising right now uh and so i'm really excited to hear punkage's perspective especially as an expecting mom because I am also pregnant um, so Announcement. I'm <laughs> so I'm very very intrigued uh, by Punkage's perspective and last but certainly not least we have Jay Park hi guys my name is Jay Park I'm the um, director of admission masters but I've been I've been in consulting for about uh, eight years now graduated from UCLA with an international development studies major um, I'd say I bring to the table the most quintessential struggle of an Asian American in a culture that predominantly focuses on education. And what I want to be able to kind of shed light on is uh, a balance between you know, parental expectations and student expectations, especially in this new generation where there's so many new challenges and so many new pressures. And so uh, I can't wait to get started cracking into it. Pleasure to be here. So just a little bit more on Jay that I feel like he may have forgotten to mention uh, is that he is actually from Irvine, California, a a predominantly Asian. uh, And and for those of you who are listening, it's a very competitive, complete opposite of where Travis is from, uh, Hampstead, Maryland. So I think um, for those of you who have heard the terminology helicopter mom or tiger parent, uh, Jay literally has grown up with those um, sentiments and he has you know tiger parents and helicopter parents oh yeah 
and I think I think what would be great is you know what Jay really wants to do through the podcast is not only educate students but parents um, you know how to parent especially in you know being an immigrant and being an Asian parent and also as a student how to cope with that you know how, how do how do I cope with a tiger parent what do I do um, and so really closing that parent student gap I think is is a really interesting perspective that Jay will bring on to the show I agree very exciting okay so um, now that you know all of us are here um, today's podcast this is our very first podcast so honestly what we wanted to do is just to kind of introduce our listeners uh, to who's speaking who you'll be hearing throughout our different seasons uh, you know our first season we're hoping to really hit a lot of introductory points about high school navigating high school you know GPA extracurricular activities you know college applications we're hoping we just kind of provide uh, you know the public with information that you may have may have not have an opportunity to talk to your high school counselors about at your own high schools uh, at the same time uh, we're hoping that we can bring on guest speakers onto the show uh, you know people who are in admissions or working at a college or working in high school and also your peers your high school you know friends or you know people your age who have gone through this process and maybe specific tips that they might have for you for our listeners uh, and so today we want to kind of just hit some of the really big most popular questions that we get as counselors uh, if you haven't already heard you know we all work for an organization called the admission masters we have different roles here at this organization and pr the primary reason that we wanted to start this podcast is to really inform the public about the things that we do and how we want to help our students uh, you know beyond just our clients and so, you know, as counselors, we get a lot of different questions, whether that's from parents, from students, you know, from each other, from our colleagues. Uh, and so we want to hit those questions for you today and, and kind of delve into them. And the first question I have for all of you uh, is how important really is GPA in high school? You know, uh, some people say GPA is not that important. You know, you do other things that you're passionate about. Some people say GPA is very important and the most important thing. So I want to hear your guys' perspectives and through your experience. Experiences. Is GPA really important? Is that something that, you know, high schoolers need to be worried about? This is Richard. Age, um, age before beauty. Yep, sorry. <laughs> uh, I feel like, obviously, GPA is very important. Colleges definitely will be looking at your GPA to see how you're doing in comparison to your peers, how you're doing in comparison to the people that attend different schools within, this, within your community. Um, so, obviously, that's something that we always – try to get our students to understand that their GPA is something that they have to focus on and make sure that they're uh, they're working to to get straight A's in their courses. However, uh, college admissions is a very holistic process, meaning there are a lot of other things that colleges will be looking at when they're trying to see how good a student is, how, how much a student has grown, how successful that student will be once they go to college. So, uh, you know, there's some truth to both sides that which Jenny has mentioned, but at the end of the day, we just really try to get our students to understand, you know, that this may be important, but there's a lot of other things that they have to focus on as well. So this is Jay. Um, Richard here hit on the, the, the theme behind the GPA, but let's, I want to take that a little bit more technically. Um, two of the ways I'm asked questions about GPA, firstly, when does it begin to matter? Um, and the answer to that is very simple. You go on to the UC application, you can go on to the common application. Uh, for those who aren't aware, the common application is uh, a, the private school application. Essentially, the Ivy Leagues are on there, uh, NYU, USC, basically national universities and liberal arts will all kind of fit into that unless they have their own special apps, for example, MIT or Georgetown. But 
in that application, you are asked for uh, a GPA, a weighted and an unweighted. Um, first distinction I make is that the GPA for unweighted measures purely your work effort, purely that it's just a sense of how hard you're willing to try uh, to get that A in the class. Um, a lot of people and a lot of students have the, uh, the misunderstanding, in my opinion, that uh, the GPA reflects how smart you are, your aptitude. Um, but from an admission officer's point of view, the straight A's doesn't tell me that you're a brilliant student. The straight A's tells me that you're a hardworking, dedicated student. And that's the first thing you want to distinguish. The weighted GPA that you give out, that is a measure of competitive value. That's a measure of how many APs or IB courses, weighted impacted courses you've taken. So that, that's a measure of uh, your aptitude in comparison to the rest of your peers at your high school. But Both Jay, what, what if I'm trying really hard and I just, I can't, you know, I'm taking, you know, a lot of classes, I'm on the soccer team, I just, I can't, I can't, I'm putting in the effort, but I don't have a 4.0 GPA. Yeah, so I get that challenge quite a bit. Um, uh, for one, not every student is built to be that super powerhouse of an education applicant um, or a college applicant with the varsity sport being able to manage alongside the five AP courses that they're taking. Um, but the problem that arises for our students is that there are some students out there that can pull it off. I don't know where they get that 25th hour in the day, but they somehow manage to um, balance all these things. If you are a student or if you're a parent of a student that's not, um, that's where you have to get a little bit more into the weeds and you have to start talking about identifying the student's capability and trying to match that capability with the highest rigor that um, will allow them to balance things without it dominoing and falling over. Um, it's, a tough, it's a tough thing to try to address that. I think it's on a case-by-case -case basis how I, how I would address that specific issue. Uh, but generally, if there is a student out there, it's kind of like this. Uh, a, a student comes in and says, Jay, I can't get the A in the class. It's just no matter what, I, j I just can't. Then all I ask for is, is there another student in the class that's getting the A? And most often there is. There's always one person who's getting the A. And that's when you run into this kind of a, uh, maybe a mental barrier for some students because they'll say, yeah, but he's super smart. I'm not. She's super smart, and that's why she's getting the A in the class, and not. that's why I'm not. When you break that mentality with a sense of just the simple fact that admission officers look at GPA for effort rather than aptitude, then you kind of evaporate any excuses there possibly. As a student, I was taking AP classes and I'd make all kinds of excuses to your, my parents. Students, I mean, these are the basics, you know. My teacher sucks. My teacher is, went on, yeah, my teacher went on vacation and we have a substitute and for two weeks they didn't teach any, anything so I don't know what to do. I don't want to take up too much mic time, but um, it's okay, the, you're breaking some knowledge. <laughs> the, the biggest, the biggest thing about GPA that I want to convey to my students is it's not a measure of how smart you are. Um, one of my heroes, Bill Nye, he was asked this question. Wait, wait Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye, the science guy. You know, he was asked a, a question in a symposium. A student asked, "I'm not good at math. You know, what can I do?" You know, I'm not getting the A in the class. What can I do? And his response was, it's, it's golden. It's something I use every time. I'm understanding, but I am skeptical as your counselor. There is no substitute for practice. And that's really what GPA reflects. Effort, which in many ways is manifest in the form of practice. Um, 
So let's get let I, I want to ask a parent question, Punkage. So you know you have a child who loves singing and uh, you know is is very musically talented and they want that's what they want to do. That's what they want oh, wow. to. Oh Maya will love you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what they want to pursue. You know they want to be Elsa, mm-hmm. and I think. Um, what do you do as a parent at that point when, you know, maybe 80, 90 percent of their time and effort is really going into their passions, what they want to do and what they want to grow and how they want to build? So, you know, I'm hearing Richard say colleges are say the GPA is important. Jay is telling me that that as long as you put in the effort, it's important. But what if my passions are not really in academics? And, you know, and, and I'm, I'm happy to hear Richard saying that colleges are holistic, mm-hmm. but seeing that GPA is still a very important factor in their decision, you know, how do you parent student, you know, a child like that? Yeah, so that, that's a really good question. And, and, you know, Jay and Richard were dropping some really serious knowledge there. But I think the GPA, the GPA question is very nuanced in the sense that, Jay, you were mentioning a class where there's only one A in the class. It's a really tough teacher, right? That you can, you can zoom out from a school perspective. And there's some schools that give all A's. You know, and so so how do you value a, a good GPA? And that's where I bring in class rank. And some admissions looks at class rank. I sometimes see GPA also um, as a shooting star. My ki- my kids are eight, six, and three years old. GPA matters not a second for them. So the, sh- the star hasn't even shot yet. But as soon as they get into middle middle school and high school, it's important for college in that acute time frame of their lives. But then as they go into graduate school, career. Um, I want them to be passionate about their things because the GPA will not matter. Mm-hmm. No one's going to interview at a job interview and say, hey, what was your GPA? Mm-hmm. You know, what was your, your undergrad GPA? But if you see it as a stepping stone, high school to college to grad school, then finally your career, it's very, very important to get those building blocks in shape. I also equate it to like a marathon. I believe everybody has the capacity to run a marathon, but you don't just do it on day one. You don't just get there at the very, it's building blocks. You get to five kilometers, 10 kilometers, you get to half marathon, and then you build your muscle up. It's just like building your grade up. So you won't go from C's and B's to an A automatically. It takes practice, like you said. Mm-hmm. So instilling all those values in my kids as a parent is what I look for now. I, I, I am just fortunate and, and happy that they're curious and they're looking for passions. So they're, they're involved with a variety of things, and I want to foster that. Because mm-hmm. GPA doesn't matter right now. Just mm-hmm. find something you're passionate mm-hmm. about, and then it'll all work out. And if you're happy with doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, other things will fall into place. Then you can instill the challenge questions. Like, yeah, an A in a hard class is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Can you overcome that challenge? Can mm-hmm. you overcome that hurdle? Those are the kind of things that come in middle school and high school. So right now, as, as an early parent, you know, it's really just fostering curiosity. Do what you're passionate about. Enjoy what you're doing. Um, and then you'll have a childhood that you can kind of look back and say, yeah, you know, that was some great times. You know, I love that. Like. I love that. So if you have a young, if you're a parent of young children in elementary school, or even I would say sixth and seventh grade, um, you know, instead of uh, introducing the GPA right away, maybe the best thing for you to do is introduce a passion. Sometimes, you know, when a child finds something that they're genuinely passionate about, uh, you know, they will they will overcome the hurdles and challenges to get towards what it is that they want to achieve because they're so passionate about it. And, and and just as a point, Maya's a third grader now, so we, she does get grades, and mm-hmm. she got straight A's. But it's not like we cared. Mm-hmm. She's just happy doing what she's doing. She's right. curious. She's nice passionate. Nice humble brag, though. She I know. <laughs> straight A's, right? She'll be happy. She'll be happy. I mentioned that. <laughs> so not every not every parent is so fortunate enough as you to have a, a student that just naturally enjoys what she does, which naturally therefore synergizes to that academic A potential. You know, a tip that I'd like to give elementary school parents is 
uh, when I was a when I was in elementary school, we had these report cards, and it not only gave us grades, but they also gave us effort, effort grades, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Like effort, E there. for excellent, yep. O for outstanding, things yeah. like. You know, I would do this for a moment. I, this may be like a complete paradigm shift for the Korean parents out there, but <laughs> don't look at the column of the letter grades. Look at the column of the effort grades and focus on that in elementary school and middle school. Um, You know, it's another point to say is uh, we could talk really idealistically about the GPA. That ultimately won't matter. Um, But as an Asian American, considering affirmative action and considering the fact that we are put to a much higher standard in a lot of contexts, I need to make sure that there is that distinction, that nuance towards the fact that Asian Americans have to put a lot more weight and consideration to their GPA. Mm-hmm. And so Travis here, you know, coming from, uh, where was it? Homestead. <laughs> Hamstead. <laughs> at, least, at least pronounce it properly. <laughs> the, uh, uh, Homestead. Ha- Hamstead. You know, um, it's true. What, what Punkish touched upon was that geographically, colleges will... Um, change the way they evaluate GPA because a 4.0 in one high school doesn't mean the same as a 4.0 in a very competitive, let's say a boarding school like Andover or Exeter in the East Coast. Um, But yeah, I I feel like there's an idealistic way we can approach it and then there's a, okay, you're in high school, we have to get technical, the consulting professional way. Um, I want to make sure we hit on both. Yep, and I just wanted to make sure that we don't lose the we don't lose the forest from the tree view that you and Richard presented, which was really spot on. Mm-hmm. But there's also a big bigger picture out there. Mm-hmm. Travis, well, how about you out in Homestead? Homestead, in Homestead Maryland. Maryland. It's funny you say that because I was driving home from college one time my sophomore year, and the town at the time was too small that it wasn't recognized on the GPS. So I don't I don't blame you for missing out on on Hampstead, Maryland. <laughs> But I think that GPA, it just, so much of it depends on what your goals are, right? So like Punky said, he's never had a job interview where he was like, oh, what was your GPA? That's the make or break. Mm -hmm. And I've never had it asked, you know, what was your GPA in college or high school? And obviously it's it's big into getting into college, but one of my favorite stories is, I read Sports Illustrated, like the Bible basically, and one of my favorite stories was a feature on Adam LaRoche, who was a player on the Chicago White Sox. And he had a parent-teacher conference with this kid who was in high school. And so he comes in, and they said, oh, okay, well, do you have any questions? He said, yeah, how is my kid treating his peers, and how is my kid treating uh, his elders, the teachers and the principals? And she said, oh, he's great. He's so well-mannered. He said, okay, we're good. Uh, We're done here. She said, you don't want to know about his grades? He He said, no, I just want to know how he's treating people. And I think that in the long run, how you treat people and just how you network is such an important life skill. Because, for, for example, you know, my girlfriend, who doesn't even have an AA, she's about to get an offer for a full-time job that a lot of people with a bachelor's degree won't get because she's so good at talking to people and networking and treating people right. So depending on what your goals are in life, it's always important to, to keep that in and out. I'm not saying go flunk all your classes and be nice, <laughs> right? But just make sure that if you're putting in the effort, but you're also treating people the way that they should be treated, things have a way of working out. And I've I found that to be true throughout every phase that I've been through life so far. And it seems like Punky, you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just do like a fun little quick activity that I'm just going to add in here as improvisation. Okay, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Can you summarize each of you? I, I want each of you to take turns summarizing what GPA means. Define GPA in a single sentence. I would say on a scale of one to ten, 
in a human's life, GPA is a one or two. That's my one sentence. I like it. I like but it. that one or two in a finite amount of your life from high school to college level years is super important. I only gave you one sentence, but okay. thanks. I, I, thanks for... I put a semicolon. For the record, it was a semicolon, <laughs> oh, oh, a semicolon. and then I extended okay. it. Okay, got it. Uh, as as the logical person here, I'm just going to give you wh what it seems like to, you know, your high school student to, to a lot of college admissions officer. It is a basis for comparison to see how you're doing in comparison to your peers, to see, um, like Jay said, how much effort you're putting in in comparison to the people around you. And so that's what I would say your GPA is. Wait, time out. That was a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> there were so, a couple commas in there. <laughs> so let me follow the rules for once. GPA is effort, semicolon. <laughs> it's uh it removes all when you think of it that way it removes all forms of excuses i think that um you're gonna run into me quite a bit in the theme of excuses and how that is plaguing our generation our new generation the most i would sum up gpa as just the just the the first requirement that's the first thing that people will look at for what jay said effort and then i'll add what our counselor june says to is adaptability how well can i adapt to my academic environment which is what colleges look at how well can you adapt to our school and if they don't think you can adapt well then that's why it's the first measurement if they think you can adapt well then hey we're going to read your essays and take you seriously so I'm going to do something crazy and combine all of your sentences yeah, into one, one long sentence, mm -hmm. which is GPA is a number that compares students to each other that shows adaptability, your effort and dedication to, you know, your learning capabilities, which is only a small stepping stone to what life really is. Getting deep. D did I wow, did Jenny. I do okay there? Jenny. <laughs> you amazed me. <laughs> um, okay, so so let's wrap this up really quickly. This this was our first podcast, like I mentioned. Um, let's, I'm just going to ask the group: What are some things that our listeners could look forward to? You know, when when you know why why should they listen in on our, our next podcast? I mean, working at, with admission masters for so many years, I, I think that uh, there's so many different questions that parents and students can bring. Like even now, three years later after having started here, I still get different questions that parents still want to ask us. And I feel like that is, this is an opportunity for us to be able to answer these questions and to, to provide you with answers that for questions that you might not have even thought of yet. Um, and I believe we're even having a Q&A session. So if you guys want to email us your questions too, we can always provide you with answers for those as well. I just, uh, I just, this is going to sound like such a shameless plug, but I wish when I was growing up that I had something like admission masters <laughs> because as a 26 year old counselor, I learn new things every single day about the educational process and admissions and high school and everything. And I just wish I had this resource when I was in high school. So maybe I took my grades a little bit seriously and it worked out in the long run because I have awesome parents, but who, who kind of influenced me and is saying that grades, hey, they are important. But I, I just, I learned so much every day. I know that as a high schooler, I would have gotten so much out of the process. So I know that all of our listeners will too. So Travis, 16-year-old Travis wants a 26-year-old Travis who can help him <laughs> through the process. Very nice. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. We've been talking about trying to find, I mean, I come from t over 20 years of reading college essays, thousands of essays, getting questions from parents, uh, all sorts of questions. And we always kind of thought of ways, how do we get it to 
places that don't get this information? How do we get it to some other cities where we're not at, where Admission Masters doesn't have a footprint or presence? And this podcast is tremendous because you can access it anywhere. And so a lot of the questions that we get, that we hear on a day-to-day basis, we can get out there. And it's, it's valuable information. And as a parent, I'm looking forward to see where this goes, and um, I hope others do too. So you hit the V word, value. I think that if I were, you know, uh, in the listener's point of view, what would I want to listen to? What, what would I want to hear? I want to be able to bring something more technical to the discussion. Uh, I want to be able to address what exactly, which AP or which AP courses are, are the ones to take versus not. Uh, uh, which GPA matters? Does eighth grade and seventh grade GPA matter? If so, why? Um, does senior year, first semester, can you fill out your applications and just relax? Or is it going to have something to come back to you uh, in February or March where they may ask you for an updated GPA? I want to be able to go into those little details about GPA. So I'd love to have questions um, emailed to us. Do we have an email address there? Yeah. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. And, uh, you know, our very first episode, you know, we're hoping that it gets better and better and ever better and better and better. Uh, you know, this is your first, very first Hall Pass podcast. Uh, we hope to cover a diverse range of topics that's going to be both informative and educational and fun, hopefully, to listen to. Sometimes Punkish throws dad jokes in there and they're great. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we would uh, like Jay. In advance. <laughs> Uh, and and like some of our uh, uh, speakers mentioned, we would love for you to send us an email of general topics and questions you might want us to cover. Our email is thehallpasspodcast at gmail.com. That again is thehallpasspodcast at gmail.com. Next time on Hall Pass, let's delve into the grade point average a little bit more. What is it? How do I achieve it? What are some study skills and tips that I can take into consideration? You know, some of my students always say, I'm lazy. I just can't do it. I can't focus. I want to play video games. I like Instagram a lot better. Uh, and, and we're going to really delve into grade point average and what we can do. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. See ya.